Hey everybody, welcome to the Fusion Students Podcast. If you have any questions or want to get connected with us, you can check us out on social media at Fusion Students KPT. Enjoy today's message. Whenever I first signed up to be an intern with Aaron, I thought I was going to be buying pool noodles and um, waffle maker stuff out there, <laughs> but turns out I'm teaching a lesson, so here we go. If you don't know me, my name is Lauren Patterson. Hopefully everybody knows me by now. And I'm 19 years old. I go to Lee University down in Cleveland, Tennessee. And I graduated from Dobbins Bennett High School, Roll Tribe. <laughs> and I've gone to Harvest since pretty much the beginning. So um, what I'm going to talk to you guys today about is hanging with the wrong crowd and how it's not the right thing to do. And so you guys have all heard, if your friends jump off a bridge, would you do it too, right? I don't want you guys to answer that because I know some of you guys would. <laughs> Um, but yeah, have you ever thought about what it means though? Um, let's break it down and I'm going to look in Proverbs 13:20. so you don't have to, if you have a Bible, you can look at it, but I'll read it to you guys. It says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. And I love this verse because it's really simple and it's straightforward and it's like God's truth about it. And so it's really easy to just look at and go by. And my mom would always say this to me and Brie when we were growing up, and we would always roll our eyes, but honestly, I still go by it when I'm making friends in college. So, but I also love it because um, King Solomon wrote it, and the Lord said that King Solomon was the wisest man to ever live. So the wisest man to ever live said it. It might be something to look at. <laughs> so... If you break this down, you have the wise and the fools. So the wise are probably going to lead you closer to the Lord, and they'll help you on your path to the Lord. And the fools are going to distance you from the Lord. So you could probably figure that out yourselves, but how do you know that you are surrounded by the wise or the fools? An example I like to think about when I'm thinking about this is I like to think if you're a runner and you want to be a faster runner, then you're going to hang out with the fastest runner you know. And they'll probably give you tips and stuff and they'll teach you. And so you'll start to notice that you're getting faster when you're running. And I'm going to tell you guys a little story real quick. If you know Aiden, um, he's playing semi-pro soccer in Charlotte this summer. And something this reminds me of is Whenever he's down there, he calls me and he tells me about hanging out with these new people. And I notice that the people he starts to surround himself with are the older guys, because he's the youngest guy on the team. He surrounds himself with the older guys and the guys that are really good and all the starters. He likes to hang out with them. And he's always getting better when he hangs out with them, because he sees that those people are better and he wants to be around them. And so, that's kind of like with the wise and the fools. If you're going to hang out with the wise, they're going to um, make your faith stronger. And if you hang out with the fools, they're probably going to make your actions stuff that God wouldn't want you to do. And they're going to distance you from the Lord. So our mission as Christians is to serve God. 
and to serve others also. And so when we're doing this, we want people that have strong faith by our side because if we have people with strong faith by our side, then it's going to strengthen our faith as well and challenge us as Christians. Um, I can tell you guys a lot of stories about me. Um, when I was, most of you, there's a broad age difference, but when I was um, a little younger, how I surrounded myself with people that separated me from the Lord drastically. And, um, but the moral of all those stories is that in the end, it left me feeling really alone, and it left me feeling um, guilty and ashamed of everything that I've done while I'm with them. And I wasn't really happy, but when I was with them, it made me feel like I was um, doing things to make me look better and make me look cooler. Um, but the truth is, God doesn't want you to feel ashamed or alone, and he doesn't want you to feel guilty. And so he doesn't want you to be around those people. So I would tell a story about me, but I like this story a lot better, and it's about my sister, and she gave me permission to tell it, so I'm going to tell it. So I don't know if you guys know my sister, but it's Brianna, and she's back there, and I'm going to embarrass her right now, but she gave me permission, so I can do that. <laughs> so um, I, don't, I think she was a junior in high school because I was just going into high school, and there was this guy that she really liked. He was a fool. Let's just say that. And um, my mom would always tell her not to hang out with him and to get away from him. You know, you guys probably have heard it before. And, um, but she still kept doing it because, you know, you know us. If, we, if you tell us to stay away from him, we're going to go do <laughs> even more. But um, so one day she comes home. And she's walking, and we're hanging out outside by our pool, which the girls know because we had the pool party this week. We have a pool. And we're hanging out out there, and she walks in, and my mom is like, hey, where have you been? She's like, oh, I've been practicing softball, and she wasn't practicing softball. And my mom said, okay, well, let me see your phone. And she's like, oh, okay. And so she gives her phone, and she sees that guy's name. And my mom takes her iPhone 5 and chucks it in the pool, <laughs> and it goes sinking to the bottom, and that phone is gone forever. <laughs> and so she comes running inside, and she runs up the steps, and she's crying. And our friend Emma Thurston was over there, and Emma was crying. And I, we watched it happen out of the window, and I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I could not stop, and they were bawling. And I was like, why is this sad? This is the funniest thing that's ever happened. But um, the moral of that story is it hurts the people around you and especially the people that love you the most. Your parents definitely love you the most. God's the only person that loves you more than your parents. And, yeah, that really hurt my mom, as you can tell. She threw the phone right in the pool. So, But um, even if stuff like this happens and even if you think, oh, maybe my friends are like that, maybe my friends are fools, well, you don't have to worry about that because God, our God is a very forgiving God and he will forgive you always and he will always lead you to the right, down the right path. And he has those friends in line waiting for you and you guys will meet in his timing at the perfect time. And as for now, me and Brianna both, um, we have plenty of those stories, which is not a good thing, but... Right now, we're both in college, and God has provided us with awesome friends that push our, 
like they push us to be better people and they strengthen our faith and push us closer to the Lord and it's awesome to have that in college because college is a very hard time whenever you don't have your parents around making sure that you're not around those people. So another thing is going back to when I said that you can feel very lonely when you're hanging out with those people. Um, if you're scared to be alone, if you're thinking, oh, I really want to really stop hanging out with those people, but I don't want to feel alone, so I'm going to keep hanging out with them. Well, like I said, God has those people in line for you, and um, I've heard this before from people because I've felt lonely at times too. And if God's the center of your life, and if you really trust in God, then he's not going to let you feel alone because he's always there. And I know you've heard that since you were in kindergarten. God's always there for you, but he really is. And just the presence of God and his presence is always, it's honestly something that you can never feel alone in. And he's going to lead you down the right path no matter how hard it gets. So I just want to challenge you guys to look at your friends. And this is a hard thing, even if you're really close to your friends, it's a hard thing to do. But I just really want to challenge you guys to look at around and look at your friends and look at the people that you surround yourself with and um, just reflect on your actions when you're with them and just ask yourself if those actions reflect the Lord because if they don't, then you probably need to reconsider your friends because they're not making you wiser, and they're not pushing you closer to the Lord. And like I said before, um, making the decision to switch friends is really hard. So you just really have to trust God and endure and trust that he'll have those new friends for you, and those friends will be better than ever, and they're going to care for you so much more because they're going to love more like Jesus. And so I just want to challenge you guys to do that. It's really hard, and I had to go through it, and it felt really lonely at first. But um, whenever I realized that, God, you're never alone when you're in the presence of God, it was really awesome. And even those times when I was alone, it was really awesome to discover how God can work in my life, even when I don't have many friends. And um, I want to let you guys know that if you say, oh, I need to switch my friend group, then you guys are welcome to talk to me about it, and I'll, I'll help you through that time, and you'll never be alone, because I'll always be here for you, and we have a bunch of wonderful leaders here that will always be here for you, and so I just want you guys to imagine in your minds for a second, if everybody in here after today, if you go back, well, it's not school, so you can't go back to school, but if you go back to your friend group and you just think about this, if you imagine if you as a whole with all of your Christian friends and all of your friends that believe in Jesus, if we all just unite into one, just imagine how many people we can shine God's truth to, because that's really important is to introduce new people to God. And if they see your actions and see your wise actions, they're going to want to get to know God because Life is so much more awesome with God in it, you know? Okay, I'm going to pray for you guys really quick. God, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for the beautiful day outside and all the great kids in here. Well, not kids, but I just thank you for the students in here, and thank you for this opportunity. And I pray that you're with them as they look at their friend groups and as they assess their lives and maybe move on to a new friend group. I pray that you... Just don't let them feel alone and never let them feel upset. Um, just really 
let them know that you're there and that you will lead their path for them and lay it out for them and that um, you have everything figured out and they all have bright futures. They have awesome futures and it's all just waiting for them. They just have to take action. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. If you've enjoyed listening, be sure to hit the subscribe button and rate and review the podcast. And hey, 6th through 12th graders, if you'd like to come hang out with us, we're at Harvest Community Church every Sunday morning at 1130. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you again next week.